Hello and welcome to another episode of the Launch Your Challenge podcast. This time I have a very special guest here with me because he's a little bit out of the norm for what we usually talk about, but he's very, very interesting nonetheless. Um, his name is Leon Hendricks. He's 24 years old. He has built and sold an e-commerce business back in 2018 and just recently moved to the yes to, to build a new business. And the way I, uh, I've met him was uh, because I saw a posting of him that, what, that went crazy viral, um, which um, he will, I think, uh, gladly talk about. Uh, but first, I want to welcome him to the show. So welcome, Leon. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll just dive right into the uh, post that you saw about me. So basically, uh, a few weeks ago or a couple of months ago, maybe I had an idea and I thought, what if instead of marketing a product, which is something I'm used to, I market myself to find a partner, to find someone to date and eventually, ideally, a girlfriend. Uh, and like you said, I just moved to the US and um, it was always at the back of my mind, this idea. And then at some point I thought, hey, wouldn't it be funny to just put myself on a billboard? Uh, <laughs> and uh, I talked to my friends about it. They thought it was super funny. And uh, yeah, they're the type of friends that have a bad influence on me. So they didn't stop me from that silly idea. <laughs> and um, yeah, then a, a very cheap billboard came up. Uh, I set up a website that then brought them from the billboard to the website uh, with an application form where they can apply if they are interested in dating me. And um, yeah, it, uh, it went viral, like you said. And uh, the billboard was put up about a couple of weeks ago or three weeks ago. And uh, it just went wild. I posted it on Facebook. It got shared over 2,000 times. Uh, and now I have uh, about 1,100 applications. I've had wow. about, uh, out of those, I had so far uh, 15 phone dates last week. So just virtual dates. And uh, yeah, that's that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe the idea is really crazy, but so genius as well because um, it's it's a win-win situation for you because um, first, I mean, you're looking for a partner and um, you're getting your name out there like crazy, but also at the same time, you you get a lot of attention about yourself, build up your own personal brand, your YouTube channel, uh, you have one and everything like that. So um it's a great combination um, and use your marketing skills to, to apply it to that. It's, 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 it's a genius move. Um, very guerrilla. Um, <laughs> everyone to say so. Um, but, and I would love to, to explore that uh, in depth. Um, but first, um, because I think the, 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 the people listening to this right now um, would, would, would love to know how, are you able to do that? So what, what is your background with all of that? What was the, the business you built back back then? Um, so in 2016, I started my first business, which was basically just uh, selling physical products online um, mm -hmm. on, on Amazon, on different products in different countries. And I built a small brand and that was an e-commerce business. So there was some marketing skills that I've built from that, some copywriting skills, mm -hmm. and uh, just in general, uh, business skills. And then I ended up uh, growing that to about, I think, 2 million in sales. Mm -hmm. So that's just mm -hmm. in sales. It's obviously not profit, but that's yeah. important to, to note yeah. with e-commerce businesses. <laughs> and uh, ended up selling it in 2018. So I had a, yeah, I had a, had a my first exit. And then mm -hmm. I was looking for 
you know, I was basically, I fell a bit into a, a hole because I didn't know what to do next. I knew that I hated the e-commerce business. I was so glad I sold it <laughs> and it was not something for me. I didn't enjoy it because yeah. I'm someone that is extroverted. I want to be out there. And I, you know, I've, I've kind of over the years, I've discovered that I, I like entertaining. I like, you know, being out there. I don't like sitting in front of a laptop for too long. Um, I'm very extroverted. And um, I was basically, yeah, just looking for different business models to start. And in that process, I learned more marketing skills specifically and, you know, things like, yeah, things like consulting and now um, getting to the uh, the video creator space. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, ended up starting this YouTube channel now. Um, and this has been one of the projects that I thought, Hey, this could be cool to document on video. Plus yeah. I might actually meet someone just like you said. Absolutely. Awesome. So, um, and why a billboard? So what was the idea behind the billboard? So I knew that if I made a video about building a marketing funnel or a marketing mm -hmm. campaign, it would be really interesting to some people, but a very small group, because there's yeah. only so many people that know what a marketing funnel is. It's not something that is well known. And then mm -hmm. at some point I had this idea, no, wait, what if part of this marketing funnel or marketing campaign, uh, as part of it, I would put up a billboard, then I could say, Hey, I put up a billboard to find a girlfriend. And it's just yeah. an incredible title for YouTube because yeah. anyone I told this about, no matter if they're in marketing or not, they're like, what? Really? <laughs> I want to see that. What, what, what is happening? It's like, no, no, I haven't done it yet. But I was thinking yeah. about it. And I just, I just saw that there's product market fit. I just saw mm -hmm. that when I told people about it, they wanted to see what happened and that what, what is going to happen. And they got excited about it and they started laughing. And I was like, there's something here. So um, then I was like, hey, I could, I could build this now. And I know that this is something that it's just a story that sticks. So I've, yeah. I've gotten a lot into storytelling and into how to make ideas stick how to make them go viral how to make them uh something that people want to share and this is something that i found now that uh it's it's just it's just a funny idea that people want to tell others about yeah absolutely absolutely i mean this is what we humans do right we learn about stories and then we share them and this is exactly what happened with you um i think last time i i checked your post is about four thousand shares right now is that, is that right um so it's it's it really has gone crazy viral um and so what you did you 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 put up a billboard you set that to um, an application funnel an application form and what you even did um you you haven't touched upon that is you even um put up a referral um so if every anyone refers uh, your future girlfriend to you that you even offer them five thousand dollars um, in reward uh, to that. So that probably helped as well, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that was one of the ideas that I had shortly before the billboard was put up. I was just thinking, how can this be something that people want to share with others? Yeah. There's not just a funny story, but they're actually going to tag their friends and tell their, yeah, their female friends about that are single. And yeah. I was just thinking and thinking and thinking of different ways. What if there was like a giveaway or that, what if there was a prize and then then it dawned on me, hey, what if I set up a prize for the person that refers mm. someone that ends up becoming my girlfriend? And um, it was just a no-brainer for me because, first of all, I'm not going to get into a relationship unless it is someone that I think is so incredible that I wouldn't want to spend time with anyone else. And that yeah. has been something that I've been looking for and that I'm probably going to be looking for for a long time <laughs> uh, because I'm, yeah, I'm a 
like like you said, I'm an unconventional guy, and yeah. uh, it's hard yeah. for me to find someone that is compatible. So if I find someone, that would be incredible. Plus, yeah. if it doesn't happen, then that's fine too. Then I don't have to pay. So it's it's really been a no-brainer, and that's really been something that has gotten people to share it a lot. So if I wouldn't have done that, it wouldn't have nearly gotten the exposure that it would have gotten. And yeah. uh, a lot of people ended up actually uh, getting very angry about this this entire thing. Yeah. Specifically because of that price, because they were accusing me of, hey, this is this is human trafficking, this is sex trafficking. And I'm like, no, it's not. It's <laughs> it's it's all with consent. Okay. Nobody that gets mm -hmm. referred to the campaign has to become my girlfriend. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's a slight difference between human trafficking and just referring someone to or yeah. tagging someone in a post. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but I but I but I can see that. I mean the whole campaign um i think just naturally attracts a lot of people hating on that um because you put it in a process and relationships are such a wonderful human spontaneous whatever thing um so that it's for them hard to put it in in a frame and probably a couple of people listening to this right now even feel the same um but um i i, I really believe it's a stroke of genius um because um yeah as you said you may end or end up not with um really a crazy um girlfriend you should have should could look um i don't know for for the next five years or so um um and you get a lot of exposure on yourself yeah. um and i would love to touch upon um what you trying to do with it now that you have all this exposure on you um so now i've recently uh, cut together a quick trailer of the video because i've documented the whole thing on video which is what nobody knew while i was doing it because i didn't mm. want people to think oh he's just doing it for a youtube video because then it would have i think it might have lost some of the yeah. uh attractiveness for people to you know to share it and stuff like that because then it's like oh he's just doing this for on youtube but mm -hmm. uh, i've done that in the background and um, now i've put out a, a trailer that um yeah that people can check out and uh, actually this morning for example i was on i think it was my seventh or eighth radio show in the u.s wow uh, and uh yeah this time i could i could plug it i could you know I, I told them hey and i've documented this whole thing on, on youtube and you know and then they asked me oh where can they check it out and then i basically told them the url so i'm directing it all to a website which is basically just the dating website so dateleon.com and mm. then slash video and mm. you know I, I just hope i can get some exposure there but for now it's a it's a bit tricky to direct that attention because yeah. there's so many people that saw it um but yeah then following up with them and showing them once that video is out uh, might be a bit tricky but you know that's that's fine. I think it's it's gonna be a great video either way that will get a lot of views anyways. Um, so I'm not really worried about that. But um, yeah, if you have any ideas, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, gladly. So so right now you just run with it and see where it takes you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And who knows? There might be more interviews coming in from the media and yeah. um, more you know interviews that might end up on TV as well. Uh, mm -hmm. I've, I've I've come onto, I've been onto, I've been on TV, uh, but not like the the national yeah. media, you know. But you know, I'll see where it takes me, and then, um, yeah, onto the next project. Absolutely. So um, you said that you moved to the US to 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 um, build a new business. 
um, you already have an uh, idea or maybe a business already in place, um, what do you want to do right now? Yeah, so the idea was to start a business that is basically, you know, running events for entrepreneurs. That's mm -hmm. why I came here for. And then the pandemic hit and now yeah. physical events, not a thing. And I only wanted to be, wanted it to be physical and personal. So that's put on hold now, but until then I'm just working on this YouTube channel that, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that basically to build a community of people that, yeah, that want to, that, uh, that want to live a life of no regrets and just do things like that, that they can, you know, create, create uh, these, these crazy memories that they can later tell their grandkids about. Um, yeah. and, um, yeah, that's, that's basically just what I'm working on for now. All right, right, and and um, in regards to crazy um, memories and experience, uh, they can they can then tell tell their their kids and grandkids and so about them. Um, you also do a lot of health and self optimization experiments about um, or with yourself. Um, so just the re last recent post I saw was that you were injecting frog poison. Um, so can you tell me how that came along? <laughs> yes. Let me explain. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, first of all, I need to say it's legal. All right. <laughs> Some people are like, oh, he's doing psychedelics or something. No, it's actually legal in the US and I think everywhere else except in Brazil. Uh, so it's a specific frog poison from uh, the giant monkey frog from the Amazon. And it's part of a ritual that they do uh, before they go to war and also if uh, you know to boost their immune system and cleanse themselves mm -hmm. from bad energies so it's basically where uh, it, i was on this journey of figuring out okay how can i remove the stress and anxiety that i have in my life and live mm -hmm. a more fulfilling life because i've always had the problem that i had to achieve the next goal and then i achieved it and then i set a bigger goal i had to achieve that and i was never mm -hmm. really happy and even though i achieved every goal i had set for myself i wasn't happy and I did all these things because I didn't want to regret my life but looking back at those years I really regret them because I yeah, I wouldn't want to relive any of it I was just not not fulfilled and that's something mm -hmm. where I realized I can keep going like this or I can figure out how to be happy now and it it often felt like there was there, I just got sucked back into that old mindset so I tried different things and I made a video about that um and Yeah, basically trying things like taking ice baths 14, 14 days in a row. First thing in the morning, so we have a, our own ice bath here. It's it's freezing temperature at zero degrees Celsius. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one thing I did, which is is great for your for your happiness, for your calmness, for yeah, for anxiety issues that yeah. that some people might have. But it is very challenging, you know. Yes, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> so that's one thing. Another thing I did after that was I went into the woods with my friend for 48 hours. We went separate ways. So we mm -hmm. were both isolated in the woods with a tent, some food. And we did that to just journal. So all we had was to entertain ourselves. All we had was a journal. So basically, mm -hmm. you know, a piece of paper and a pen. And then we mm -hmm. basically look back at our past and journaling has been an exercise that has helped me immensely in business and achieving goals and coming up with stupid ideas like the billboard <laughs> thing, you know, but also to actually be your own psychologist. And I figured out mm -hmm. a lot of things in my, about myself in these 48 hours where I just look into, okay, what are some of the events in my life that I remember very vividly because there were emotional events that yeah. caused some trauma, that caused some, some stress where a new belief has formed that maybe helped me then to cope as a child mm. or as a teenager, but it's not serving me now because it's outdated and it's not true. It's mm. not accurate. So I learned a lot about, uh, about myself then. 
And then basically it took sorry, me down to the sorry, past. Can you, sorry, um, can you give us an example um, about uh, what, what such an event could be, for example, and what you do right now to overcome that? Yeah, sure. So um, one thing that was big for me was uh, my parents separating and not just mm -hmm. separating, but really uh, the family being torn apart. And that was when mm -hmm. I was three or four years old. And I remember having this one moment Uh, that's actually a very interesting thing for your listeners as well. Uh, ask yourself, what is the very earliest memory of your life? What is the very mm -hmm. earliest memory that when you think of that, that's when I ask you that question, that's, that's what pops up. And oftentimes yeah. people are like, oh, I don't know what it is, but they already have something in their mind. They just don't think that that's what it is. And mm -hmm. when I asked myself that, for me, it was uh, a point where it was my third or fourth birthday. So I was very young mm -hmm. and I saw my parents fighting. Uh, because they were about to get divorced and yeah. uh at that point it was my birthday and i was like hey can you can you stop fighting it's my birthday it's, it's you know and and uh they just ignored me and they kept fighting and at that point i realized i created a belief that i have to look after myself mm -hmm. and for for a kid you know as an adult you look back at that and say like yeah you know my parents say you know they were busy they had other worries but for you as a kid as a child it's about survival Because yeah. if a child is separated from its parents and the family breaks apart, for a child, it's something like, okay, am I being taken care of? Am I going to survive this? So it's, it's, yeah. it, was a, it was a traumatic experience back then. And throughout my whole life, there had always been that belief that I'm a lone wolf. I have to look after myself. Mm -hmm. this, ultimately, there's no one I can count on. Even though I have all these friends and family, they deeply care about me and I love them and we, we have a great relationship. Mm -hmm. But there was always that underlying belief that I never questioned that was programmed in my mind where I always believed I'm by myself and I have to look after myself. And that's one of the things that I worked through that I was like, okay, why did I believe that's what, what, what were my assumptions? And also how is that not true? And then finding all these things against that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. That's, that's, I think is something that, yeah, where you learn so much about yourself in such a short period of time, because there's nothing else to do other than journal and look into mm -hmm. your past. Um, and I think everybody needs to do that, no matter how great your life was or how trauma-free you think you are. There's always yeah. something, right? Um, yeah. And then the next thing that uh, led me further down my path of self-discovery and 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 uh, fixing this this problem mm. uh, was basically trying hypnosis and NLP and stuff like that. Mm. And then at the end, um, my friend Aaron he told me about this combo ceremony. So K-A-M-B-O, that's what it's called. And that's basically this, this frog poison. It's where okay. they, they, they take a burning stick, they, um, they burn your skin, and then on the burns, they put that frog poison. And uh, then for 30 minutes, it feels like, feels like you're dying, you're puking, sometimes you are, you're pu pooping yourself. <laughs> and um, Sounds exciting. Yeah. <laughs> some, people, some people even faint, but it's, it's, just a, it's just a very big shock to your body. Yeah. And, um, you know, I wanted to try it out. I, I'm always open to try out new things um, and, uh, yeah, just discover new things and, and go on adventures like this. And, you know, you might actually learn something uh, in the process. And another thing that we, uh, we've got planned this week actually is a dry fast. I don't know if you've heard of that dry yeah. fasting. Yeah. So I've done a dry fast before for 48 hours. And this time I want to try for 72 hours. Dry fasting means no food and no water, which is, yeah. you know, in the mainstream, if you told people about that, they're like, oh, you're going to die. But it's actually, there's actually more and more studies popping up that that's one of the 
most incredible ways to to heal your body and the the health benefits that it claims it has and that has been popping up are almost too good to be true so uh that's something i'm testing as well and uh, also documenting on video yeah yeah absolutely i mean um i'm very interested in fasting as well um and um i try to do regular um five-day water fast uh, fast but i never um really um thought about doing a dry fast even though i've heard of it before yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean look into it maybe you'll you'll find something new uh, like something that you might want to dive into as well yeah absolutely awesome very good um so um what i find very interesting is that you're pretty young you're 24 years old so i have more than 10 years ahead of you <laughs> um but um you're very insightful and very um yes you are driven but you are also um, um you're analyzing yourself very well and um what you have gone through and i believe this insight into yourself is something that a lot of people are missing their whole life so uh congratulations on that uh <laughs> first of all, of all um so what i would love to touch on is um is your new business um, so that we segue, uh, segue back into that because this is a business podcast after all. <laughs> um, and you said that you uh, would love to create events for entrepreneurs. Um, and I find that very interesting because um, this is the Launch Your Challenge podcast and we are all about running challenges. And a challenge is in a way nothing different than a virtual event spread out over a couple of days. It can be five, seven, 30, whatever, but it's still an event of some sort. Um, so um, if you have a couple of ideas how to um, take up a virtual event and make it more exciting or um, how to organize it or anything like that, um, I would love to, to hear a couple of your thoughts about that. Mm, so, so what are you working on right now? What is what is uh, what is that? What is the thing that you want to build that you want to get some some tips on? So, um, uh, you know what a challenge is. Mm -hmm. So, what um, do you mean specifically by challenge? Like, for example, um, you do thirty days of. Yes, yeah, some yeah, something like uh, what I do. For example, is um, I regularly run a, a five day workshop. How you can create and launch your own challenge. Um, but they, I have seen a lot of other challenges like, I don't know, they, um, from weight loss to um, personal finance to whatever. So you can run a challenge in more or less every, um, every niche, I, I believe. And the thing is you do a challenge, um, which is um, in the end, of course, there to sell something um so either the challenge itself is paid or it's a free event that lead into a paid offer um but what i like in a challenge that it's um a coaching program that you get for almost for free or even for free uh, where you give a lot of value and even giving people results and breakthroughs aha moments and um 
this is then what builds up the relationship with you and the people participating in the challenge, um, which then hopefully converts them to paying clients as well. Um, and what I have seen also um, popping up lately is something like real virtual events where um, where uh, companies or, or people are hosting a two-day virtual I don't know, event about how to sell, how to create um, um, your brand or anything like that. So virtual events, virtual workshop, um, so anything um, like that. Yeah, so I think if it's something uh, like a personal challenge, like losing weight, yeah. or let's say it's a dry fast challenge, you know, mm. uh, I think what would be very valuable is... Um, having a a very clear communication channel with the people that are participating so that could be a facebook group or even slack channels are popping up more and more yeah. um, where people can have very yeah very a very good uh, medium of exchange because that's ultimately what i think builds a community and uh, mm -hmm. having a community is i think one of the most overlooked things for a business because yeah. that's you know they're, they're not just they're not just uh customers they're almost like or potential customers they're like family mm. so i think um really making sure that you build a community and you stand for something bigger than just the thing that you're doing yeah because that's ultimately how you build yeah how you build a community and that's one of the best ways to yeah to to monetize a business as well mm. do you have some tips you can share on that um I can recommend a book, definitely Expert Secrets, which you've probably heard of by Russell Brunson. Yeah. Um, I think he does a very good job at uh, explaining the whole process to you of, you know, creating creating a, a cause for it, becoming the leader that, that leads that cause and how to get people to rally behind you. And that I think would be great for, yeah, for creating a challenge and, and why is it important that this challenge needs to be done. Yeah. Also, who who are we against? You know, if in this whole billboard thing, for example, I got so much criticism and so much hate that it uh, <laughs> it almost crippled me for for a couple of days because I was like, oh no, it's getting out of hand. But mm -hmm. I realized that if I can create a controversy around that, or I can get more people in that that defend me, which was pretty easy because I just had to post about it on my stories. What happened was that so many people were going back and forth. They were defending me. Some people were attacking me. And just seeing the power of rallying people behind something that is that is that, that are against something. Yeah. It's just it's just incredible because that's unfortunately what people bond over the most. <laughs> There's nothing that brings people together more than having a common enemy, which is kind of sad, but it's true. And uh, for some people, I was the common enemy, and they, you know, they were the ones that wrote all these bad comments. Mm -hmm. but then there were also people that were against those people and they were with yeah. me and uh that's what basically created a lot of yeah a lot of uh outreach because mm -hmm. people ended up sharing it so i think uh that could also be something that is really important for creating a challenge and creating a community it's um being very clear what you stand for and also what you're against yeah and you don't have to of, of course you don't have to be against something just for the sake of it but just be something, be against something that you really think is bad, that you really think is flawed, that you really think needs to be changed. Yeah, yeah. And what do you believe? Um, what what uh, 
part of the spectrum shared your post the most? The people who liked or hated you? Hated by far, <laughs> by far. So it's it was all positive comments, and I was like, yay, everybody likes it. And then all of a sudden, bad comments started piling in, mm-hmm. and then those people started sharing is the ones that were outraged by it. And obviously, they had a bunch of friends with similar beliefs. They shared it into groups that had similar beliefs. And then all of a sudden, it just snowballed into this pile of just negativity. And then I woke up one morning and my friends told me, hey, don't look at the comments. They're all mean. They're all outraged by it. They're all accusing you of stuff. They're all making fun of your looks of you as a person. And they're looking into your background and all that stuff and and exposing stuff about you and all that stuff. It's just... The, you know, it was it was hard, but those people were the ones that shared it the most. And I ended up seeing posts where they shared it into a group. And they were outraged by it. There's a bunch of other comments. But then there's this one comment of this lady who was like, I don't know what you have against him. I think he's actually a pretty cool idea. And I actually ended up applying. And then I went on a virtual date with her and she's amazing. Unfortunately, <laughs> she's in Canada, but I wouldn't have gotten in touch with her yeah. if, if they wouldn't have shared it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I am. Um... And I think this is something that um, Russell Brunson, for example, talks about a lot as well. Um, so when you have, or, or Steve Steve Larsen, um, if you know him as well, um, Russell's former author guy and funnel builder, um, he's the capitalist pig, how he calls himself. And <laughs> so he has a strong stance as well. Uh, so he's definitely pro-capitalism and selling stuff like that. And um, everybody who, who likes socialism, doesn't like him pretty much um and i, I just um heard uh, a podcast from him just just um a couple of days ago where he talks about that as well is that um you should try to or can try to find a movement that is already going on so find a controversy um that is already happening and that you can just um pop into take a strong stance um, and then let that flow guide you um, because you will just naturally attract and repel people at the same time. And through that, you get to your people. Um, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's, it's a it's a great strategy. It's also something that you need to be prepared for because you need, you need thick skin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes, I believe so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because there's some people out there that are so controversial, and I agree with them. I think they're great people, but they just have this 50% good and 50% bad on them, mm-hmm. where it's like they have so many haters and that absolutely hate them, but then people that love them. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess it's the only way to really get people to love you is by you know taking a strong stance and building a real movement. But at the same time, I think there's also smoother ways to go about it where you don't yeah. <laughs> rub too many people the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And it's not for everybody. Let's yeah. Just be be honest about that. It's not for everybody because when you don't have that thick skin, um, then you will just drown and drop out probably. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually become pretty easy for me if I see negative comments now because whenever I go on those, those people's profiles, they're never people where I'm like, hey, they seem like they're living a good life. They have similar values to me and you know, they, they're doing well in life and they actually might have a good opinion. Like usually yeah. it's people, and I don't want to sound judgmental, but it usually is, they seem like people that are not doing well in life, that that don't that aren't happy themselves mm-hmm. and that aren't doing well in, in their own dating life. And that's why they're attacking because they're projecting it. And that's one of the biggest realizations I had is that 
people that have put themselves out there that have pushed themselves and mm -hmm. that, uh, yeah, that, that have overcome their fears to, to, and, and, and led their life with courage. Um, they, they usually don't hate on people. Yeah. Anyone that has ever achieved something or tried to achieve something and really put their heart and soul into something, they don't hate on other people. They're the ones that are cheering other people on because they know how hard it is. It's usually yeah. only the people that are too afraid to, to put themselves out there. And that's mm. why they want to tear everyone else down. That's the tricky thing about justice, right? Mm. There's two ways to achieve justice. One is to build those ones up that are you know, underprivileged and that are, that are having problems and that, that need help. Yeah. The other strategy is to tear everyone else down to the same level. And unfortunately, this, the latter is is easier. That's why most people revert to that. Instead of lifting themselves up, they just yeah. uh, want to tear others down. So that's been my biggest learning. And uh, I have a thicker skin now. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. Here in Germany, um, where I come from, um, uh, we have a saying, um, which um, I don't know if it is common in the States or anything everywhere else as well. Uh, it's something like, Don't argue with an idiot because he pulls you down on his level and beats you with experience. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's spot on. Yeah, yeah. So um, when someone hears this right now and he uh, or she is thinking about, should I do it, should I not? Do I have the skin or not? Um, you have something you can recommend to him because... Um, I believe when you are building a business, especially an online business, when you're putting yourself out there, um, even if you are the most good-hearted, I don't know, in the world, um, over time, you will attract haters. Uh, I've got a couple of those. You probably, a lot more, but but still, um, everyone gets those over time. Um, and so you um, have something you can share with with the listeners right now, um, what they should do. Would, uh, would you just ignore those comments? Would you respond to them? What would you do um, when you don't get 5,000, um, but maybe five that really hurt? <laughs> um, I would say, number one, don't read them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving advice that I'm not taking myself, but I know that when I do read them, I feel really bad. And it's guaranteed that I'll feel bad. And when I don't read them, then it doesn't affect me at all. Uh, mm. So that's number one. Um, number two is, yeah, try to have empathy with those people because they're usually in a very bad place. Yeah. It's usually only hurt people that hurt people. And that's something that I've witnessed myself mm. because the people that criticize me, they seem very unhappy. And then actually not just thinking about like, oh, like screw them, you know, whatever they say, you know, it's they're, they're dumb or whatever. Instead of, instead of taking that stance, I've done my best And I've also failed it a lot, but I've done my best to to think about okay, what's their story? Yeah, why do they feel that way? People usually don't feel that way because you know they're just stupid and they're, and they're weak or whatever. But um, they do feel that way because they've had some traumatic experience. And um, one thing to remember is that if you had the same brain and the same life experiences as them, you mm -hmm. would be them. So. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, and uh, just keeping that in mind, and then from there, just keep moving forward. Like one thing that also helped me is, I caught myself thinking, why do I get that hate? Mm -hmm. well, like, 
like other people aren't getting that. Hey, why is it me? You know, and I, and I started taking it personally and, and thought like, is this something about the way I look or come, come across as people? I'm just not a very likable guy. Is that it? But I realized that um, the people that I value the most, where I think nobody could ever dislike them, they're just a good-natured, good-hearted person with great intentions and everybody likes them. What you'll find is that even those people have haters. So it's impossible. It's literally impossible. <laughs> it is really impossible, no matter how good you are. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't say anything about you as a person. Right. Absolutely. Well, awesome. Um, I loved, loved talking to you. Uh, it was a very, very interesting conversation. Um, we are almost through the time. Um, so before we wrap this up, is there anything you want to share with the audience? Um, something um, you would love to get to know uh, before we uh, tell them where they can learn more about you, find you, your YouTube um, channel, anything like that? Uh, you mean questions for you or the, the or anything else that I want people to? Oh, okay, any last yeah, thoughts? Just, yeah. just anything you want to, to, to share with us before we leave? Mm, life is short. It's very short. I like that. Yeah. Like that. Just whatever you're thinking of doing, uh, look at the time. You are, <laughs> the time is running <laughs> and uh, you're not getting any younger. So whatever you're thinking of doing, make sure you do it. Nice. Awesome. So um, where can people find you, connect you, uh, connect with you, reach out to you when they have seen or listened to this uh, episode? Sure. So uh, on Instagram, just very simple at Leon J Hendricks, and uh, the Hendricks is just with an X. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, if you are interested in the behind the scenes of the story, you can go to dateleon.com/video. There's a quick trailer that it's out, and uh, the the YouTube channel is called Unregrettables. So that's where you can also see the story that I told about uh, that I just told you about um, where I did all these health experiments. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's uh, these are the best places. Awesome. Very good. So thanks a lot. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And for everyone who's watching or listening to this, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Check in next time. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. This was the Launcher Challenge podcast. And I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If this inspired you to finally launch or grow your business through challenges, then don't hesitate and reach out to me at createyourchallenge.com. I would love to help you. I would love to serve you. And I do have a program that is designed for coaches who want to add another 10K to their existing business or maybe finally crush that 10K a month mark with challenges in 90 days or less. Then... Go to createyourchallenge.com and book a free strategy call so that we can see if you're a good fit for the program.